Come join Libby, Molly, and Tiffany, the ladies of Consignment Chats, where we talk about all things consignment. Hey, y'all. Hey, Libby. Hi. How are you? Good. Good. Everybody, welcome to Sea Chats. This is episode 29, and it is another Sea Chats Spotlight. Our favorites. These are my favorites. <laughs> I love them, love them, love them. And so we have a guest. We're not going to tell you her business. We're going to let her tell you when she joins us. Her name is Catherine Birch. I cannot wait to get to know more about her. The little Libby knows a little bit more about her than I do. I am so excited to get to know her better because a little bit that I've seen, I I can't fathom she's anything but amazing. So let's go talk to Catherine. Yes. All right. Ready? Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. You point that way, I'll point this way. <laughs> All right. So whatever way. Let's go. Hey, Catherine. Hey, good morning. Good morning. We are so excited to have you here. And we have not told everybody your business name. They only know that your name is Catherine Birch because we want to let you tell them your business name and all the good information about who you are and what you do. So I am going to jump in. I'm so excited to hear more because you you're, you have some great quotes. In fact, I'm going to start off something random because one of your quotes on your website, I just loved it. So I screenshot it and I'm going to start with sharing this and then I'm going to move on to the next question. And we don't normally do it, but I just found it to be great. You have on your website, when you voice your struggles, it opens a pathway to make what's uncomfortable comfortable and success achievable. And I just like, that's so powerful and so inspiring and so true. So I just had to share that. And we'll share that. Catherine. Yeah, Catherine was actually one of the first people I talked to when I, you know, reached out to the reselling community when we first started this community building journey. So, I mean, that just says it all, honestly. Sorry to interrupt, but it just, wow, Molly. Yeah, you really summed it up nicely. I I love it. I didn't, she summed it up, but I just think it's her quote. I want to share that on our social media, if you're okay with that, so that people who are listening to the podcast, and I will use this image of you with your quote, and we'll put it out there the week that this airs so people can see it. Great, absolutely. It's a very inspiring quote. So thank you for sharing that. Um, It goes to the core of what what the business is about, resilience. All Um, right. So that was my next question was, what is the name of your business and where is it located? Yeah, well, resilient is is called resilient. Um, it's a play on words with resilient and reselling. Um, so um, it, I'm in Hampton, and um, you know, so that's <laughs> that's the business name. I love. I it. think that is so smart. I mean, everything you come up with is just so well thought out, and there's just so much meaning behind. Um, you know, most of the content you put out there is just, you know, so thoughtful. And it's something you don't see that often in the reselling community. It's all like, a lot of times we've got the next thing, the next quick thing, the next bolo, the next, and you really put a lot of thought and heart into, you know, what you say and the advice you offer. So I really appreciate that. So thank you. I I think a lot of people from this are going to come find you because they're going to be so inspired by this. So why did you start your business? What was your, what's your why? What got you into this and realizing this is clearly a gift that you have? Um, well, I started Resilient for, 
because of my personal struggles. And I had, I was going through challenges in my personal life that was playing into how it was impacting my business and taking out of taking me out of my natural element of who I was. And those struggles, uh, it, like I said, if you don't, I wasn't voicing the struggles. I wasn't talking about, I was dealing with it all here and keeping it in and trying to run a business. And it was taking me way off track. I wasn't reaching what I wanted to do. And once I finally was able to have that breakdown and, and say what I needed to say and see, start seeing the, the change for me in my business, I said, other people, um, other people are probably going through the same thing. And I used to do uh, professional development coaching through QA and stuff like that and helping people um, move through their barriers then that way. But I didn't understand. I've never been in an entrepreneurship position to understand how much of ourselves is engrossed into the decisions we make about our business. Is why I had started Resilient because this is about not just having a conversation about business strategy, but it's about the conversation we have about ourselves and what how we impact our business as individuals. So it's about understanding ourselves. Yeah, I mean, that's so important. And I think especially we see that a lot in the reselling community because a lot of us are working by ourselves and we are solely responsible for our business, the outcomes, the decisions. And, you know, a lot of times, even with that, like if you don't have a, a strong community, you are, you're, you know, you're carrying all that right here. You're carrying right. all that right here. And it's so important to, you know, be able to, to voice that. And sometimes Absolutely. there's nobody until you find your tribe, there's nobody to, to voice that to. Right. So, yeah. Exactly. Without a doubt. Exactly. I, I, I fully agree with that. Um, being in that position and having it in your head and walking it through it by yourself. And mm -hmm. you can't, you can't take all that and think, all, you can't think straight when all of that is in your head. You're absolutely correct. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I love about you saying, yeah, you yeah, got to speak it. You got to speak it and get it out there. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I love the but, whole the whole why. Um, and we know you're in Virginia, correct? Yes, ma'am. Oh, okay. So, all right. So where do people find you? I mean, because we all do this online. We're all in different, um, even the consignment chats community, you know, is all over, the, you know, North America pretty much at this point. And um, like, where will people find you and, you know, get to take advantage of your advice? Okay, well, mainly I'm on Instagram right now, um, mm -hmm. putting everything out there on Instagram, the things that I'm uh, addressing on Instagram. I was doing a podcast for a moment, but as I was like pivoting my store, I got away from the podcast. Mm -hmm. But there's things like behind the scenes that's working the Built Backup podcast, and I'll be relaunching it in, um, in August with YouTube content, which is... Um, educational interviews things that I've been doing on the side okay just to kind of give you a big package that people could walk into that space and and just pick and choose what's going to work for them to help them grow as individuals oh wow so you're working on you're working on all your content behind the scenes right now okay Hi. so we're gonna look for you on Instagram and then I'm sure you'll link that all into your YouTube when you release your um content how exciting yeah oh, gosh I love it I love it, I love it. oh now your first podcast, I'm a real big podcast listener, and um, your first podcast uh, for Resilient was a lot about tribe building. And um, that really resonated with me because that was the reason that we started um, 
consignment chats and started building the community was to, you know, have a tribe and have people to talk to that can identify with, you know, what we're doing. And I, I just love that. Now, if you could give us like, what do you think the most important thing about finding a tribe or you had some such good advice in that podcast, I would just, you know, love to know your thoughts about building a tribe and what works and maybe what some of the pitfalls are. Right. I remember our discussion of why you even stopped, why you, you guys had started the consignment chats and I absolutely, it resonated with me and I understood it and I fell in love with that. So <laughs> you're right. It's about sharing that information that's hard to get. Um, with the with the content that I'm trying to put out there about tri a tribe to help people understand is, is that thing about you being in your head and you can't think all at one time. Mm -hmm. When you're a tribe, I, I, it's different from masterminds. And, and, and tribes are is, is a community effort for one, one focus. So what it, and you could structure it in any different way, but it's really about everyone sitting at a table and talking about where you are at that moment from soul up, from yourself to throughout your business. And there's different brains looking at particular situations, whether it's on the business side or you, and they bring all they got, all their expertise and all their resources to help push it forward. And you can also still use that same framework and turn it to someone else that's in that same tribe. And you're respecting the relationship there is that everyone agrees that we're all accountability coaches to each other. We're going to tell each other hard what you're not doing because mm -hmm. we're, we want you to grow. We're going to challenge you. And it is, a, it is is about, it's not about like looking at each other like buddies because um, in terms of like that, like, or don't look at each other, try to be mothers or fathering someone because you don't want to protect them. You want to push them, like, go, mm -hmm. you can do this. <laughs> so that's what the tribe is, is a community effort to move everyone together in a progressive uh, state. Yeah, I think uh, one of the things is it's hard, and I'm, I'm speaking for myself, but I think a lot of people probably feel this way, it's hard um, to put yourself out there and feel that you're in a safe community and can be vulnerable enough to, you know, talk about the, you know, weaknesses or, you know, struggles you have in your business. It can be very, it can be very difficult. Is there anything you recommend to find like a, a space that will work for you or like a way that you vet, um, you know, a different community? Can you offer I there? The, the, I think it's two, two different tracks that individuals can be on. It, if it's to the point where you really are holding a lot of stuff in, it takes work to come out and be honest and be accountable with yourself first before you can <laughs> allow anybody else to hold you accountable. Because you, in that case, you'll be just offensive the whole time because you're not ready to look at yourself. Mm -hmm. So with individuals who are looking for tribes in that way, you want your tribe can evolve with wherever you are at that point in time. You can change it up. So if you're in that space, you're not ready, you know, you know when you're not ready to hold yourself accountable, right? right. Like you know when you're not being honest because you secretly tell yourself that, that stuff at night. <laughs> right. So you can have yourself around empowering people who are about just being authentic. And it was a path I had to learn how to walk for over a year of practicing, mindfully practicing, putting myself first, letting go, 
releasing some of that frustrations and worries I have and being honest about where I was and what I was doing to myself. Once I got there, then my members of my tribe started shifting based off where I was and what I needed for the business. Uh-huh. All right. I think it's difficult. Um, well, first of all, I think there's a lot of people that have a hard time, like we've talked about, being vulnerable and admitting that you do make mistakes and you're not perfect and things go wrong. But I think a lot that makes that difficult is the trolls on social media. You know, it is a hard yeah. place. I mean, we're we're building tribes on social media. And I think right. it's difficult to find that community where, you know, and that's what we try to do in, in, in consignment chats is make sure we're keeping it a safe space. And it's finding exactly. and building those safe spaces where you have those like-minded people where you can be fragile and vulnerable and not get beaten down because there are a lot of people that like to sit behind a computer and beat people down, you know, so you are absolutely right you have a business you don't you know like so I have my customers and my consigners I never want them to see what's going on behind the scenes with my business like that has to be private it's not only protecting me but it's I never I want to feel safe that they're not seeing like I'm struggling with this or I'm you know trying to get to this goal like I just it's not meant, it's a totally different audience, you know, so we're social with our business and then, you know, finding that community behind the scenes where we can talk about frustrations and goals and. Right. Right. And, and, and that's interesting because there's like this, there's a split for me as running my own econ business. And then me trying to do resilient is that Mm -hmm. what resilient I made that choice to put my, put the spotlight on me to watch me struggle. Yep. Mm -hmm. Because I believe that in order to encourage other people to to step forward is let me see someone else go through it. Let me let me see someone demonstrate. I understand that emotion and I can step forward too because you're okay and I can be okay too. And their okay is different from mine. And you're right. In the reselling communities, you said that I love the community that you, com- uh, you created and you're controlling that environment. But when we get in the reselling community, of, of, of other groups, we often see there's group think negative. Let someone post something about a customer return and then a hundred com- conversation of just bad, 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 bad. Mm-hmm. And that you, people don't realize that's energy that you are absorbing right. and that's stuck in your head for the next two, three hours. You can't oh think gosh. and make positive yes. decisions that way. Yeah, I agree. I could not agree more. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's tempting, you know, as somebody running a community to to put something negative out there because it gets so much engagement and so many responses. But it, I mean, we don't, do, we don't do that. We've chosen not, not to do that. Yeah. Um, that, that not to say we won't do thought provoking things, but. Libby, yeah. you said something one time and I can't remember the words when we were talking about our, even our social media followers or subscribers to YouTube, basically you know, we're not looking to build a million followers and a million participators. We're looking to build an authentic group of people who yeah. are truly mm-hmm. there to be vulnerable and supportive and put themselves out there to help each other grow, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. That, that, that is absolutely correct because there's, there's negativity draws more attention getting people excited and like round up 
and then everyone want to watch it like a WWF match. You know, this is why I'm quitting eBay. This is why I can't resell anymore. I quit. Right. right. But that also plays into when people fall into that trap watching everybody else because they start, because we equate followers to success. And we have to learn how to disconnect. It don't matter about the followers. What matters is the meaningful and authentic nature of the content that's helping you grow. And that's the question that in my tribe are always asking, is that helping you grow? Is it stalling you or holding you back to what you were thinking or feeling? What did you do and learn about yourself and your business to move forward after that time you spent there? So I absolutely love the community you've created. And, and it really is a challenge to get people to understand that when I know that when I create content, I'm not going to get a lot of likes. I know that. Mm-hmm. I know that. But there's going to be one or two people who I believe that you can inspire growth by just bringing awareness about themselves and in their way, uh, in their and in their business, to in order to change their mindset so that they can be inspired within to make those changes to move them forward. So you're right. I'm not. I'm not trying to create. A million million followers. Right. Really well said. Here's my question that just came to me when you were saying that about, you know, looking at things. How often in a day of your business do you have to think deep in what your um oh gosh, I'm losing my words. Think deep in what you're you're saying. Like you were just talking about how you're putting things out there to keep it positive and people's comments. And you rethink about the meaning of that. And is it helping you grow your business? And is it good for your business in the end? Do you rethink that every time you post something? Or or have you done this so long now that it's just natural to you? Like, I think, I overthink, Libby will tell you. (laughs) You just seem so strong. I'm an underthinker, mom. I'm an overthinker. (laughs) I am, I just, you just have such a strong presence to me. And I'm just in awe of that strength that okay, I'm sitting there. That. Like, do you think about every time you post that, like, okay, is this growing my business or you just know it now? And it's just, this is a very personal kind of business question, but I'm just in awe of it. From a, from, from the stuff that I put out there, it's not something that I have to think about. It's something that I feel has always resonated with me. Okay. Um, I've always have a, from a young age, you know, like, from high school where I would sit there and look at where people were in that journey and understand. I always had an interest in people of where they were at that moment. What did they need to be free and move forward? What was good for them so they could see it and see it in themselves? I've always operated from an inspirational side of it, but it's probably because I was brought up with my dad who worked in community service. <laughs> Oh, I was yeah. always there about because I was just. I guess the best way to say it is that I have operated for over 20 years with the belief that I am only a, I am a vessel to allow blessings to pass through me. In order for me to do that, I have to be open in order for other ones, for, for, you know, God to work through me. And I have to be mindful about myself. And it's not about me changing someone. It's about me showing and allowing it to flow through me to them, for them to be blessed. Because I don't control that blessing. Wow. Yeah, I'm just like, wow. 
Do you see what I mean about how thoughtful she is? This is such a <laughs> gift that you have. I am like, wow. You know, it, one, and then there's the other thing is that it is, is because I think in that way, you know, yeah, you see online where people say stuff about their customers. Mm-hmm. And I believe that what you put out there, it comes back to you. Mm-hmm. And that includes our customers. Mm-hmm. And even if they seem ungrateful, you never know where they are. And I, if you might allow me to just share a story real quick. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So I was working in a call center and I was dealing with hardships and bankruptcy. And I was a counselor at the time. And the lady got on the phone and she was just rude as can be. Just, just cut me off, talking down to me, just so angry. And you can get caught up and be like some other reps and just be nasty right back and hang up the phone or whatever else. But I, again, I work with that premise that I got to be an open vessel. I don't know what's going on. I'm just going to be positive. I'm going to give her love to whatever way I can do it. And I was just polite. Yes, ma'am. I understand. Acknowledging and validating where she was and her feelings and angry because I knew it had nothing to do with me. Now, I, that passed. Two months was two months later. I get a uh, my supervisor tells me that they need me to come into the office because I counseled someone and something happened. Right? I thought I was in trouble. Ooh. They told me a lady talked to me. She called. She called looking for me. And she gave the date, wanted to know who the rep was. And she explained she wanted to apologize for her behavior. And she wanted to talk to me personally because that had always resonated with her. That was something that was there for her to remember, like, there was a goodness in my life at some point when I couldn't see nothing, right? So I got to talk to her. She asked if we could exchange the information personally because she'd like to take the conversation further with my supervisor, got permission to do so. And then I learned about what she was going through. Her daughter was murdered along with her grandson. And she was going, she was in bankruptcy because of the financial legal battles, she, uh, uh, legal issues and the costs and medical things. All of it was just ripped her financially up. And she was in that moment. That was back in 2008. It is 2021 and me and her are still good friends. Oh, I'm like teared up. I know you are yeah. such a blessing. Like, wow. wow. And I mean, I, that's a really good lesson. Like you just don't know where someone is in their life. You just don't know. You don't. Yeah. And I do say that. With resilient, I say that to my husband. is about that. Yeah. It's yeah. about that because I stepped I stepped away for a long time in my own struggles and I closed up and I didn't talk to anyone. I stayed to myself. Mm-hmm. I just took all the, I was never one to direct my negativity out to other people. I internalized it. I beat myself up. Mm-hmm. I hurt myself worse than anybody could. No matter what anyone said to me and the reselling and in the reselling world, when women are at home and they're struggling with their children divorces you don't know what we're going through as as women what we struggled we can look at each other and judge each other you could have had a phd and fell down and it's doing something to you in the back of your mind that you had this high career and now also everything changed and you and, and and women going through divorces and separation and struggles with their children all of that's in your head and your most of this are a lot of single women mm-hmm. yeah there's a lot of single women or women who are in relationships 
who are disconnected from their loved one, a spouse in the household, still trying to build this business up because this is the one thing that's giving them life. But then they're they're overcome with that stress and they can't see where they are. And reselling to me is just a beginning. It is an opportunity for you to grow in ways that you could never imagine. And tribes help you do that. Oh, I love that. Now, one of the things, okay, so for somebody looking for their tribe, one of the things you said, and just give me your feedback on this was, um, you know, after you engage with something, let's say you're in a, let's say you're in a tribe or in a community or whatever, um, to say to yourself, what I forget exactly what you said, I don't want to misquote you that you need to mindfully say to yourself, what is this moving my business forward? Is this good for me? Is this? Do you think that would be good advice for somebody just, you know, stepping in and trying to evaluate? And yes, yes, I think that I think the questions we I think the the best way that when you know when a reseller steps into this, what do I need? Mm -hmm. And they start telling people just start selling stuff around us. No, 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 no. I would never tell someone that. I would tell them first. Okay, let let's talk about where you are. Where are you mentally? Where are you emotionally? Are you ready for what it takes to take on a business? Are you ready for the stress of this job, the roller coaster? People don't know about the roller coaster. And if we can ask people that question first, are you ready for the roller coaster? Wow. People could sit there and say, uh, yeah, you know, like they know where they are. They know what they're willing to take on and what it means to them. If you address people right off the bat, you're gonna have high days and no really low days. And no low days gonna get you. Are you ready? And if you're not, let's talk about that. And we only need a few days. I'm not gonna stop you from building your business, but that's most important to deal with where we are going into business venture because it's an investment, it's an emotional and mental investment. Yeah, and I think that's something that's really not addressed when people are, you know, starting. And I think we don't address it. (laughs) We say we're going to start start with what's in your house. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're going to start though. I think that is, yeah, really start quoting Catherine, our friend Catherine. Catherine, uh, first of all, I'm sorry, Libby. We're over <laughs> I just want to say this. I think we need to put a doctor in front of Catherine Birch because you have- honestly, <laughs> honestly, we yeah. do resale therapy in my business, but like we need Catherine therapy, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. It is. It, you know, it's complimentary. It, it is. It is. You can't take. We can't take ourselves out of our business because it's in our home. Mm-hmm. It's all around us. We can't stop thinking about it. And the best thing we can do is learn how to nurture ourselves so we don't allow this monster of a reselling business control us. Yeah. And this I think episode. that's probably one of the reasons, like the failure rate. I mean, how many people have I seen through the years? I, you know, maybe two out of a hundred make it. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. And how many and people just... go into struggling, rela- their relationship become, come, become uh, contentious because we're, we got death pals. And your spouse ain't happy. And yeah. You keep shopping, <laughs> and then now you're at each other. What do I, you ever? Have you know how many times you've been? In, how many times have you been in the communities and you've seen people ask, "My boyfriend, my husband, my wife, do not support me in my business." Mm-hmm. And and then you have a lot of a lot of people understand that, mm-hmm. and the way they deal with it is all different. And and but I was like, but you're not getting to the root issue. 
what is it about it that's causing that problem? What's causing that strain? And we don't have enough conversations about that to help people move forward. I totally, I totally agree. Having, uh, you know, been through that, um, I totally agree. And a lot of times I don't see that um, being addressed in the, you know, in the reselling community. A lot of times it's like, you know, my partner's so supportive. That's why, you know, I'm so successful. I couldn't do it with like a lot of successful resellers do have a very supportive partner. And um, I'm just talking for me personally, not for my other two, <laughs> my other two community members. This is just me. Um, it, it can be, that can be a very isolating thing to be going mm -hmm. it alone when you see so many successful people talking about how they couldn't do it without their partners. So for me, that, that is definitely an emotional struggle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, 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 Molly, what about, is, are you, did you ever experience that where you someone is not supporting and it I'm on the other side of that. I, my husband is uber supportive to the point that I have to tell him to slow his roll. Back it up. Oh. Back it up. <laughs> it, it, for me, it was a transition. My husband was supportive and his the supportive of me pursuing a business when I was in myself, caught up in myself and not doing what I was supposed to do. It wasn't that he wasn't supportive of the business. He wasn't supportive of the way in which I was running it. And I wasn't talking about it. So because I didn't want to talk about it, it just kept making it worse. And it kept getting worse. He didn't like the death pals. He didn't like the secrets of me not really talking about the money. And we just kept getting into battles. And more and more, I'm moving, I'm moving myself away to say, don't talk to me about this is mine. You know, like the precious, you know, like that's what it starts turning yeah. into like Lord of Rings might leave my precious alone yeah. and he's just saying to me I want to support you but you're not doing this in a way that's balanced for us it is taking over our house it is taking over my vehicles you are never available because your brain is always on your business mm -hmm. and he's asking for me to give time and now that you know he's always bringing up I did all that work for you to have that time and you blew it away and that you feel some kind of way. But now that I've gotten to that space where I can be accountable, yes, I did do that. I did waste that time. I did waste all that money <laughs> and grow out of it. We're stronger. We can have these That's hard amazing. conversations. I think that have is those hard amazing. That is amazing. And the fact that you put that out there, I mean, I follow you on social media, on Instagram and social media. And the fact that you put that out there and we're so open about it is just, you know, so inspiring. Like you never know, like it definitely touched me. You never know how many people you're impacting by, by sharing that story. It's, it's really a beautiful thing you're, you're doing. Yeah. Thank you. So thank you. I want to have you back. We need a part two. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes, we do. We I'm already, I've two. already been thinking. That. I know. And you know what? This episode is full of so many quotes. You have so many quotes. I don't know that you even realize that, but when you speak, there are so many powerful things that come out of your mouth. I'm already thinking of all the little images I'll put together <laughs> to share your quotes, you know, through our community you. and yours. Um, it's amazing. It's really, I, I think we could, we could pick a topic and have you back and hit topics because I can't imagine that... 
I feel like I'm on crime junkies. I got full body chills. <laughs> I got full body chills. I just, you, it's a blessing. I mean, you have a gift. You have a God-given gift. Um, Thank you. That you are sharing with this community of people. Uh, that's yeah. amazing. It's amazing. And you are a very supportive member of our community. Yeah, consignment chats community as well. So we definitely appreciate that. Yes. Yeah. Me, I talked your I talked your group up a lot oh. to people because I love the content that you're bringing. I absolutely love the book that you brought to the fore. That's helping us grow and think about oh. our business. And it and that book catches me catches you if you won't do what you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> like oh uh-huh. no. It's about that accountability yeah. and putting it out there. The one chapter yeah. and we're talking about profit first is called um what is it called? the naked truth or getting naked or something, something along those lines. Um, and just really makes you put it out there. Like you need to look at this and you need to take a cold, hard look at the facts. And uh, yeah, yeah. You got to keep bringing that, keep bringing it. And and I would always uh, love to, you know, help in any way with just bringing that other perspective about us looking at ourselves in relation to what we're reading and seeing and how we're digesting it and what we're putting it, what we're putting back out into towards our business. That would be fantastic. That's fantastic. Yes. I know we had some other questions, but for this episode, we have talked so much because this has been such an in-depth, amazing conversation that I'm serious about. I think we, I, I'm just saying it without the team talking. We need to have you back because there's still a few questions <laughs> we haven't gotten to ask. <laughs> I would love to. I would love to. Oh, thank you you're so phenomenal. much. I just, yes, thank you. Yeah, no, we I'm really, you, gave, you gave the opportunity. I appreciate you reaching out in that way. Yeah, great. We will reach out again and we will um, put all the links um, in the show notes and all so everybody can find ways to contact you because I have a feeling people are going to want to be more connected with you. If they aren't already, they're going to realize mm-hmm. they need to be because you, I can't <laughs> fathom, you haven't hit home with everybody at some point today so i gotta hold myself accountable because i'm behind like getting that stuff updated i need to put some updates on that on that content so definitely yes well this will help you stay accountable (laughs) (laughs) this will help you stay accountable but i can't thank you enough for your time i i know libby feels the same right i just absolutely oh my gosh yes i'm sorry tiffany missed this but thank you so much and we look forward to seeing more from you in our community and scheduling another get together. All right. I look forward to it. I love talking to y'all. Thank you. Thank Thank you, you, Catherine. All right. Bye everybody. Mind blown. Yes. Like (laughs) he is amazing. Uh Uh-huh. I couldn't wait for you to really meet her one-on-one because I have such admiration for her and the way she has put her story out there. And it's something I could personally never do. And she's so thoughtful and just so, what, inspirational. Knowledgeable, inspirational. Y'all, there's going to be quotes coming through from this. I'm going to be making up all kinds of artwork (laughs) with her quotes because if you didn't feel... As I said, full body chills. I'm taking that from Crime Junkies or Crime Junkie Podcast listeners. If that didn't give you the the other kind of full body chills, some of the things she said, I, I just like, I got to go back and shave my legs because the hair grew. <laughs> That's how bad my chills yeah, were. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
Holy moly. She's, I mean, what, as I said to her, what a gift she has, an absolute gift. It's amazing. And I'm so glad that she's a part of our community, of the Sea Chats community and our group. Yeah. Yes. How blessed are we to have somebody like that to get into comments and help people in our community? And uh, yeah. Speaking of community, Libby, do you know we don't have Tiffany today? Um, I know. I'm running some last minute. There's been so much going on in the community. And um, I'm just going to give you a couple of quick updates here. I was just looking it up. Saw me looking to the side. I was looking up what our community chatter is this week. Um, one of the things that we're addressing in our community, Michelle of Salvage Garden, um, who you got to know in one of the previous C-Chat spotlights, had questions about item expirations mm-hmm. and how different businesses handle it when things come off consignment. So there's a lot of really good advice and answers, and um, you can head over to our C-Chats community on Facebook and participate in that discussion or you know, take a look at what different people are doing because there were a lot of really good answers and they were all different. So there's a lot of really good uh, ways to handle item expirations. Uh, The other thing we had going on was uh, one of our members, Terry, was asking uh, her brother had given her auto parts to sell and she was just kind of maybe a little resistant to doing it on consignment or selling. So people were offering her advice. She was trying to get her brother to do it. Uh, for himself, but he, you know, so she, <laughs> so um, she's dealing with that. And I think, I don't know, I usually don't have this strong of an opinion, but I think she should absolutely go for it. I mean, with his auto parts, yes, with his auto parts um, expertise and her reselling expertise married together, that's a consignment made in heaven. I guess so. Yeah. I just, I know we talk sometimes about how tough it can be with family, but that could be a really good, good partnership for sure. Wow. If somebody really wants you to do it and they give you full control. Oh, but. So these are the awesome things that we get to talk (laughs) about in our community. And don't you love, like, I love getting other people's inputs because you learn something new every week with questions that get out there and the feedback that comes from other resellers and, you get to learn something new. And I love that. Mm-hmm. And there are growth. definitely some strong opinions, like you just mentioned a second ago, about working with family and doing consignments for family. And they run the spectrum. Yeah. Um, but you will find some really good advice if you decide to do it, how to do it. <laughs> the right way to handle the family, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's great. I mean, they're family and you love them, but... <laughs> so... If you guys want to be part of that community, you can find that on Facebook. If you want to find ways to connect with us, go to consignmentchats.com, right? You can find out there every way to connect with us. Also, get connected with the book club that we've started, which is phenomenal. We mentioned that earlier. Um, Mm -hmm. And we will move on to another book. And we're always taking suggestions for that, too. Um, I just love that. I love that we added that out of nowhere. And I think it's been a lot of fun to add the book club. So you don't want to miss out. So make sure you get over there and become a part of not just our Facebook and our social media, but the actual group um, itself. What am I missing here? Oh, hello. I mean, I know you love coming to hang out with us. So just be sure you subscribe. Right. I mean, that's a no brainer. Yeah. 
Click that and subscribe. Hit the bell. I'm clicking the bell. Click that little Click bell. bell. <laughs> Ring that little bell so you get notifications when new things yeah. come out. Yeah. Um, feedback, always love it. It really is important. This is, we call it a side hustle. We're just here enjoying the community, but your feedback helps that grow and helps us stay mm-hmm. relevant and out there. So, and we love comments always, always. Yeah. We love to get feedback from people <laughs> and we love to share it. Because it's fun. Yeah, I didn't get to look up this week some reviews. We do like to read some reviews every now and again. Um, The one thing you can do uh, on Instagram is use hashtag CC success in one of your posts. And we will share that with our community. So we do that every week. We look for the hashtag CC success. And we like to put that out to the community. Sometimes we talk about it on on our podcast, YouTube videos. Yeah. So... Love it. Love it. So come join us. And I don't have my mug because I am shooting from another location. But until next week, cheers. Thanks for joining Libby, Molly, and Tiffany, the ladies of consignment chats, as we talked about all things consignment. To learn more and keep chatting, find consignment chats on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Facebook, and Instagram.